aside from incredible people, the number one reason why the flagship for active life in Long Beach is so successful so quickly is because we have a customer journey. What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuch. I'm your host. And today, I want to share a little bit of insight uh, as to how the flagship for Active Life in Long Beach operates and why I believe it's become so successful so quickly. I'll share a little bit about what that success looks like, and then we can get into um, some of the finer details there. For those of you who are listening to this as coaches or gym owners, I think this will be especially interesting for you because a customer journey is something that is lacking in most fitness businesses because the premise on the backside of the membership is that, frankly, you want somebody to stay forever. Our intention is not for people to need to stay with us forever, which means we're able to speak to them about a beginning, a middle, and an end of what it looks like to work with us, which makes it easier for people to sign up, even if the money is a lot more with us than it is where you are. If you're an individual listening to this and you're thinking, um, what's in it for me? What's the point of me listening to this? The truth is it's something that you're going to be able to resonate with and then share with somebody who is in a fitness business so that they can hear what um, perhaps they could do a little bit differently to create more opportunities for themselves and their business and you, especially if you're a client. Remember, if you're finding value in this podcast, please do us a solid. Head to wherever you're listening to it. Leave us that five-star rating. Write us that review and share this with a friend. Let's start here. Let's start with what I mean when I describe success. Okay, because I said it's been really successful really quickly and I think it's important that I share what that means. Generally speaking, if you're a micro gym owner, a CrossFit gym, um, an F45, a Fit Body Boot Camp even, a, a good version of one of those is going to generate between twenty dollars and $40,000 of top-line revenue on a monthly basis. Great ones can do, you know, fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 a month. I'm not suggesting that's not possible, but those are significant outliers in all of those models. <clears throat> in fact, uh, I don't have strong data on it, but I would be, I'd be prepared to put a wager down that the average CrossFit gym is generating less than $20,000 on a monthly basis. The next thing is this, because I talked to gym owners, especially in CrossFit. Let's just stay to CrossFit for a minute because that's really who most of my coaching and gym owner listeners are. Ideally, there's like a full-time staff member in that gym. Most of these gym owners would love to have one full-time coach in the gym. And that coach is probably doing between 15 and 20 classes a week. They might be doing five or six one-on-one -on -one training sessions and then a bunch of admin work. The owner of the gym is trying to avoid coaching classes, but they typically will coach about five a week. And then maybe up to 10. These are the really successful ones who are doing you know thirty dollars to $40,000 a month. And then they're responsible for most of the sales and the lead generation for the gym and making sure that the culture stays the way that they want it. I've spoken to gym owners who have been in business for a decade plus, who by all metrics of what they are looking to accomplish 
are successful. So I'm talking about the, the, the CrossFit affiliate owner who's been open for 10 years, does between thirty-five dollars and $45,000 in top-line revenue a month, has one full-time staff member earning roughly $70,000 a year, uh, a bunch of part-time members filling in the gaps. They're paying themselves $6,000 a month or so in salary, and they're profiting like $7,000 a month on the backside of the business. That's, a, that, that's good. If you're a CrossFit gym owner and you're doing that, you're, you're absolutely smashing. Congratulations. You're absolutely smashing. And I talked to affiliate owners who are in that ballpark on a regular basis, and they're really excited about it. And they should be because they're, they're dominating in that market. That's not what I mean by success when I'm thinking about an active life. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that success. That is for somebody. It's just not interesting to me. It's not interesting in the model that we've set up. So for the Active Life flagship in Long Beach, we're now open seven months. Like as, as I record this, we're in the beginning of August. And I'm looking at June's numbers. And, in, and by the way, just so you're all aware, before I get into this, we don't take big upfront payments. So everything that you're going to be hearing from me in a moment is, is recurring revenue and climbing. Remember, we opened January 2nd, 2023. As I record this, it is August 7th, 2023. I don't have July's numbers yet. I have through June. So in the month of June, we did in Long Beach $46,500. Operating profit on that $46,500 was $15,300. So I want to repeat that. We generated $46,500. Our profit at the end was $15,300. That's what was left over after all of our expenses. We have four full-time staff members working in that facility full-time all of them are on salary plus bonus so what that means is they all have opportunities to increase their pay based on the way that the business performs and they all have a hand in how the business performs their pay would top out right around hundred twenty thousand dollars per professional staff member in the business. We exclusively hire and develop full-time staff. We do not have any part-time staff at Active Life. So the other thing is, if we're looking at the CrossFit gym that's doing thirty-five dollars to $45,000 a month in revenue with one full-time staff, a bunch of part-timers, an owner taking $70,000 in salary and about another $100,000 in profit available, um, they're doing well. That's $170,000. If they don't reinvest anything, of course, they're going to reinvest something, but they're doing well. They're doing that with a lot of part-time coaches who are working for hourly pay. That's totally fine. We're doing that with full-time staff who are looking to build a career in this. So success for me has to account for three different categories. Success has to account for profit at the end. There's money left over for me, the guy who owns the place and doesn't have a job there. Two, 
career development that inspires staff. So what that means is everybody on staff is full-time dedicated, full-time time committed, and loves their work. They're inspired by what they're doing for clients. They're inspired for the, to work for the company they work for. I know that that sounds like I'm biased, and of course I think everyone loves working here. Uh, you're right. I could be wrong, but I doubt it. I'm pretty sure our staff love being here. And then the last thing is our clients. So this is, this is a big difference between what we're doing at Active Life and what I know happens most of the time in other group fitness environments. We know what every single client in the business's goals are, what must be true for them to accomplish those goals? Meaning, for example, let's just pretend you said, I want to be able to climb Mount Everest or forget Mount Everest because I have no idea what it takes to do that. I want to be able to climb um, a mountain that has a half a mile of elevation. It, it takes like, you know, I don't know, call it a few hours to get up and down. I know what it takes to do that as long as it's a hike, not a climb. And... My knee hurts when I do it. I'm a little bit overweight, so I get winded. And I'm lacking some of the confidence in my balance and coordination or whatever have you. Right? Great. Let's just pretend that that's it. We, our team, will write up a full list of KPIs, key performance indicators, for what you, the client, needs to be able to do in order for us to expect you're going to be able to climb that mountain. Those things will include stuff like standing on one foot, balancing on your tippy toes, walking uphill for a given period of time, you know, doing X number of lunges in a row, being able to lift y, y amount of weight, keeping your heart rate below X while you do this activity, having this knowledge about um, what it means when your heart rate goes up, how to breathe properly as it starts to become more laborious, what it means if something feels uncomfortable. All of that stuff must be true and so much more. It's like a 16-page document and so much more must be true for you to be able to predictably climb that little mountain that you're going to look and climb. We keep a sheet like that for every client with every single task that we believe they need to be able to achieve, that they mutually agree, that they believe they need to be able to achieve on that sheet. And as they complete tasks, we fill them out. We, we check them as being done. And when we get to a certain point where the client should be capable of doing this work, doing their goal, we let them know we believe that you should be able to do it now, which means you don't need us necessarily anymore. You might want us, but you don't need us. So let's walk through the customer journey and why I think it's so important. A customer journey, by the way, one last thing. Sorry, one last thing. If you're operating a CrossFit gym that's doing thirty-five dollars to $45,000 a month, you're probably charging between one seventy-five and two twenty-five per month per member. And what that means is you're working with a lot of members. I mean, if, if we do the math, let's just say it's $200 and we're trying to do it on $40,000. That's easy. It's 200 people. So 200 people, you know, give or take a little bit for personal training, nutrition, coaching, accountability, all that kind of stuff. So let's say 180 people, 180 people. If they're coming an average of four times a week, 180 times four, that's 720 class slots per week. If you want to keep a ratio of 10 to one and keep it a coaching business, 
you would need 72 classes a week. You probably don't have 72 classes a week. You probably have greater than 10 to 1 as a ratio. You might have two coaches in a class, but that's the point, right? Like you're already fairly jammed. For us at Active Life, the $46,000 plus that we did in the month of June that was $15,000 plus of profit, we are at about 30% capacity. 30% capacity. The top line capacity for our location in Long Beach, which is 3,000 square feet, by the way, 3,000 square feet, is right about $1.8 million a year. If we hit that, we're going to be profiting between 35 and 40%. So 1.8 million times point, let's just say the low ball, 0.35, that's $630,000 of profit on a single location. With, in that case, we would have uh, six staff, including leadership, earning $100,000 a year plus each. And it's not crazy to think about getting to that. I, I legitimately believe that in the next, uh, let's call it 12 to 15 months, I believe we will be there. Or at least damn close to it. So the customer journey is, is easy to understand. Here's how it works. I just discussed it with a local physical therapist who wants to refer us clients. And he was like, oh, that's so easy. I can, I can refer everybody then. And here's why. I was able to tell, he was like, who's a good fit for you? I said, you don't have to worry about that. The first step in our customer journey is a discovery call with our leadership team. If you listen to this podcast, you heard Cody talk about it last week. In the month of June, we got 30 discovery calls, or excuse me, in the month of July, 30 discovery calls. That's 30 people who hit our link and said, I want to book a call with you guys. Of the 30 people that Cody talked to, he referred 17 of them out to other businesses. Let that sink in. Think about the gym that you might be operating today. If 30 people called, how many of them are you referring out? Cody referred out 17 out of 30, which I'm not proud of in the sense that we got more than half of our leads were the wrong fit. I got to fix our marketing. But we got... We got them referred to other businesses who are a better fit for them. So I was able to tell the physical therapist today, you send them to us and we'll figure out where they need to be in town because we have relationships with all the other fitness businesses and we're constantly placing clients in their laps. They love us for that. So we offered 13 of them a consultation. That's the second part of the process. Discovery calls for us to figure out if we believe we can help somebody and if we want to help them. The client understands the discovery calls to figure out if this is a fit. It just sounds harsh if we say, if we want to help you. It sounds elitist and shitty. And the truth is, the reason that we just figure out if we want to is sometimes it's a vibe check too. You know, like you get someone on the phone who just doesn't seem like they're going to get along with you or the team and you don't want to have them. And then they can get help somewhere else, so you make the referral. That's fine. So that's, that's one. Discovery calls the first part of the process. The second part of the customer journey is a consultation. A consultation is where they come in. Now, the, 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 the discovery call is 45 to an hour. The consultation is 60 to 90 minutes. 
During the consultation, also free, people tell us all the time, this is so valuable, you should charge for it. And we won't. They come in and we interview them again. We ask them a load of questions. We evaluate the way that they move and the way that they feel confident or lack thereof on the floor, on the training floor. And we make a recommendation for what their initial prescription needs to look like. How many personal training sessions and what level of education do we need to provide you in order to hit the KPIs that we mutually agree are what you want? That recommendation gets made. And if a client isn't prepared to take us up on it or isn't prepared to do it uh, with regularity, they want to train less than twice a week, for example, we don't take them. We only take clients on who are down to, to match the plan that we set out for them because we know that's what they need. The client buys 12 personal training sessions at a time. When the 12 personal training session is done, the next package of 12 automatically renews. There is no discount for buying in bulk. Every session is $150. So the, that means the average ticket price is $1,800, period. And the least that someone's going to train with us is going to be nine times a month, twice a week. So you can do the math on that, nine times 150 you're looking at $1,350 as the lowest price somebody's going to pay us per month if they're in the personal training model of the business. Now remember, our coaches don't get paid based on the number of personal training sessions that they do. They get paid a salary and then they get bonus based on how our clients are performing and the revenue of the business is doing. All of that is baked into the cake so the client gets exactly what they need. Additionally, a client works with all of the staff members they do not have a personal trainer. So if somebody is sick, they need to go on vacation, whatever have you, the client has an opportunity to work with somebody else who they've already worked with. And that means that we are impervious to a staff member needing to change careers or deciding that they're moving or whatever the case might be, and then losing all of the clients on their roster. They simply stay and work with a different staff member as their lead. So the customer journey, remember we went discovery call one. Do we think we can help? Do we want to help? Consultation two. What is it going to take to support you the way you need to be supported? Three is going to be personal training. We call this the developmental phase of membership. In this phase, we're providing formal education through our digital assets. So they're getting pre-recorded content delivered to them. There's quiz work in there for them to make sure they know what they're doing. When they come in and they're unsure of it, our team educates them in our mentorship office at the whiteboard to make sure they understand what's going on. You know, I think this is a core thing that separates us from other businesses is the, the formal education one-on-one. -on -one. The client is learning how to do all of the things they need to do in this phase, the development phase, to be competent and confident enough to move into the next phase of their membership, which is Ascend. The Ascend membership, once they graduate personal training, which by the way, when you're selling personal training to somebody, it's easier for them to see, I can buy this. Because there's an end. They're not thinking about spending $300 to $450 a week for the rest of their life. They're thinking about doing it until they've solved the core problem that they have, which is what they really want to do. When they finish the developmental phase, we let them know you've graduated into Ascend. Ascend has a variety of different key points within it. And the gist of it is this. The Ascend phase is We've now taught you how to do everything that you need to know how to do. You now understand how to do all of the exercises. You know what the weights should feel like. You know where your body should feel is how you should feel when you wake up the next day. All of those kinds of things. All of it. We don't have to teach you anything. But you've never done it on your own. So think about when, when you were learning how to drive a car. 
it's one thing to have the driver's ed instructor sitting next to you with the gas pedal and the brake and the steering wheel where they could literally be driving the car and just take it over from you if they need to. It's another when they're in the back seat and then it's something totally different when they're not in the car at all. And then it's different when you're driving the streets, from driving the highway, from driving the interstate, right? All of these things are different level of skills and we get different levels of anxiety and nervousness and curiosity as we matriculate through them. It's no different for the client in the training floor. So we start off with them in a very high dependency state where we're teaching them everything, classroom and then go apply one-on-one. -on -one. Then they move into Ascend where they're starting to take the skills that they've learned and applying them to their own training. So what happens? Well, they're following the same program that they were following in personal training. There's a staff member in the room. We call them ALPs. In your world, they might be called coaches. There's an ALP in the room making sure you're doing everything properly because we're doing this individual design in a group. Instead of paying $150 a session, you're paying $830 a month. And no, we're not in an ultra high net worth area. We're in a very mixed town. Long Beach, New York is a mixed demographic town. We have everything from government housing to oceanfront property. So now they're in this Ascend session where they're following the program that they learned how to do with staff members, with the ALPs. But maybe last night they didn't sleep well. What do you do with your workout when you didn't sleep well last night? Maybe you forgot exactly how to do this exercise. You can call somebody over. Am I doing this correctly? Yes. Maybe something hurts a little bit. You slept weird last night. You woke up, your neck is kinked, and you're not sure if you're supposed to do what you're supposed to do that day. Maybe you, maybe you should modify it. This is the phase where we want to start to test people's ability to apply the knowledge that they learned in personal training while providing a staff member in the room to oversee all of it, to make sure they have peace of mind that they're doing things properly. Ultimately, you graduate Ascend and achieve complete personal freedom when you could take any program from anywhere in the world and edit it to match the needs that you have in a macro and then adjust it on the daily to fit the micro that you're dealing with. The way that we explain this to a client is as follows. The customer journey here works like this. You start off with a discovery call to make sure that we think that we can help you. Then you come in for a consultation if we think it's a fit and we figure out exactly what it's going to take to help you achieve your goal. We give you a prescription. If you adopt the prescription, you come in and you begin in the developmental phase, which is all personal training and formal education one-on-one. -on -one. You're going to get to work with all of our team members to make sure that they're all able to help you in a collaborative way. You can find the person you, you mesh best with and spend most of your time with them. You're going to graduate the development phase and move into the ascend phase in which you're going to be able to take the skills and the education you learned in the development phase one-on-one -on -one, and you're going to be able to apply it on your own for a less expensive price point to prove to yourself that you're capable of doing this for the long haul. Over the course of several months, we're going to help you to develop the skills and the confidence necessary to be doing this on your own, to edit whatever it is you are planning to do, to make sure you always have the peace of mind necessary to be effective no matter where you are through setbacks and while you're pushing towards goals. And then ultimately, we're going to let you know that you no longer need us and we're going to tell you that you've established a complete personal freedom state, in which case we are confident that you could be successful inside of any fitness business or out of a fitness business, doing it on your own at home or in the streets or wherever you want to do it. You're, of course, welcome to stay and continue to train with us. But by no means do we believe that you will be ineffective on your own anymore. You are now free to go flying. That's how we describe 
the customer journey to a potential new client and offer it to them. When you do it like this, they can see a beginning, a middle, and an end. They can see how they're supported. They can see how they go from being highly dependent to highly independent. And they can opt into or out of that plan. We find this has been extremely successful. It's easy for people to talk about what we're doing. It's easy for people to refer their friends. And it's easy for us to genuinely sit back and not rush to sign anybody up, but to make sure that we really believe that we're a fit for them and that they are a fit for us before we recommend anything moving forward. We charge enough money to hire the absolute best staff and train them to become even better. We work with them in the team so that they genuinely want and need each one of them to be successful or they all fail. And so they hold each other accountable. We put systems in place so that the leadership team over there, which is Cody, who you've heard on the podcast, knows exactly what his goals are for success. And I get to watch from a distance how the thing is going, treating it like an experiment, getting the opportunity to say, let's tweak this, let's tweak that a little bit and see if that changes things. Ultimately, I believe we're going to have a business in there that consistently does one and a half million dollar years and we're going to be able to duplicate it in hundreds if not thousands of locations around the country and ultimately the world. I wanted to share that with you because I imagine that for many people out there right now running a a CrossFit gym uh, or working as a personal trainer in a commercial gym or in a CrossFit gym, it's very difficult to get and stay successful. And it's very difficult to feel financially sound. And it's very difficult to feel like your work is moving the needle for the majority of the people in the room. And I'm talking to those of you out there who are achieving some sense of that. You're doing a good job. And you're looking for a way to evolve your business because you'd like it to be much more financially sound. You'd like to be able to pull back from it a little bit so you don't have to be there all the time so you can start to be with your family more. You'd like staff who genuinely want to be there until they can ascend to a point at which they're supporting your growth without seeing clients all the time. You'd like people who do it for a career. And you'd like to serve the client who right now you don't see walking in the doors enough. The person who is 300 plus pounds. The person who is dealing with a chronic achy low back or knee. The person who doesn't know how to start. The person who is intimidated by your gym today. The person who doesn't think they ever could do that, even if you know that they could. The person who has an inflammatory or metabolic disease process that, they don't, that they're afraid they're going to make worse with exercise. The person whose doctor told them they need to do something. The person whose physical therapist told them that they're done and they need to ease back into stuff, but they have no idea how to do that. The person who's been on this vicious cycle of get better, get hurt, get better, get hurt, get better, get hurt. The person who yo-yos in their weight. The person who wants to be a part of a community but doesn't need to. If you're a business owner out there right now, especially if you are a CrossFit affiliate owner right now or a CrossFit coach right now. I want to talk to you to see if this is a fit for you. And the reason so that you know, because I think that this gets confused. The reason I'm speaking to CrossFitters mostly is because I believe that you guys are doing the best job in the world as a general rule of helping people move with more virtuosity. I believe that you guys generally 
work harder than most other micro gym fitness business owners. And I know, because I did it three times, owned CrossFit gyms, that is, that you have all of the latitude that you want and need to change your business for the better. That's why I'm talking to you. If Orange Theory, F45, Fit Body Bootcamp, name your favorite franchise, if those business owners had the same independent autonomy to change their business however they saw fit, I would talk to them more often too. But they don't. And so for those of you out there who are in the CrossFit space, who are hearing this podcast, who are saying, why is he always picking on CrossFitters? I'm not picking on CrossFitters. I'm picking CrossFitters out because you are the ones who have the opportunity. The others too often have already foregone that opportunity. When they signed their franchise agreement, what happened was they found themselves in a position where they cannot make these kinds of changes to their business regardless of if they would like to. Those businesses are set up for their franchisor to make money, not them. I want to help you be successful. Find me at Dr. Sean Pastuch on Instagram. Send me a DM. Say I listened to the podcast today or last week or last year, whenever you listen to this. I hope this ages well. And I'm interested in learning more about how we matriculate towards the active life model or use your words. You're not going to say matriculate. That's one of my words. I want to talk to you. Remember, Cody talked to 30 people last month and only told 13 he thought they were a fit. By the way, nine of them ended up enrolling. I do the same thing. Most of the people I talk to are not a fit. And it's okay. But I want to talk to you. Term pro.